Today is World Kidney Day, a World Kidney Day which is celebrated on the second Thursday in March each year, aims to raise awareness of the importance of our kidneys to our overall health and to reduce the frequency and impact of kidney disease and its associated health problems worldwide. Uh, The World Kidney Day Joint Steering Committee has declared this year to be the year of kidney health for all, preparing for the unexpected and supporting the vulnerable. This year's campaign is focusing on raising awareness about disastrous events, natural or man-made, international or local, their impact on people living with kidney disease whose access to appropriate uh, diagnostic services, treatment and care is hindered. Um, we are joined for more on this day of All Days World Kidney Day by uh, Anya May Crowley. Uh, Anya is a, a transplant recipient based in Milltown, Malbay, who received a kidney and pancreas in 2017. And we also have with us Nuala Conway, whose son Jaden uh, received uh, a kidney from her partner, Dennis. And you're both very welcome to the programme. Uh, Anya, can you Remind us how long you were waiting for a kidney and pancreas. I was waiting, I think it was literally a year and and nine months, but it wasn't that I was anticipating it. It's just when you get the call, you get the call. And just to remind people as well, you may never get that call. You could be years on dialysis. So it was whatever way um, I matched the individual um, who was getting that call. So... um, yeah, that was that was 2017, so a good few years ago now, but um, all's been well, thank God. I'm glad to hear that, but that, that process you describe of, you know, it's not a case of, you you know, you're going to be waiting years, but there'll definitely be a donation at some point down the line. You just, mm. you don't know if it'll ever happen at all. That must be very difficult to deal with at times, the longer time goes on and you hear nothing. Well, you know, the thing about it is, it's so different for everyone, and to be fair, I've lived such a life before that as a diabetic, being a child, um, you know, being diagnosed at the age of seven, it was very, very difficult. You know, that familiar sting every day, having to take injections up to five times a day. I'd lived with a, quite a lot of um, illness, I suppose, over the years as, a, as a, a fallback from the diabetes. And then when the dialysis came later on in um, in life, it was another hurdle. And then there was like side so there was a lot of a knock-on effects, if you like. So it wasn't like I was sitting there going, oh, I really want this. It was literally, okay, this is the next step and I have to lean into this. So for me, I wasn't going, oh, will will this happen, will this happen? And I'm not speaking for everybody, but I knew what had to happen in order for me to receive. And that was, I wasn't able to have a live donor because they would have had to give a pancreas and then they would be a diabetic. So it would really you know, it would it would defeat the purpose. So um, I didn't really go into that mindset, but it was ex- extremely exhausting, extremely exhausting at the time and um, being hooked up to the machine and trying to work and juggle everything. And there's a lot still in that situation and some who never make a transplant list, you know. So, I mean, we're bearing all that in mind. So, you know, to have all that completely taken away, I'm forever in gratitude. Seriously. Yeah, that's that. That's very under understandable. And Nuala, y- your son Jaden, you we, we spoke to you a couple of times last year, and um, when we okay. were chatting with you in April of 2022, Jaden was eagerly awaiting a kidney donor and a subsequent transplant. Uh, your your partner Dennis, he was screened for suitability, and uh, by June of last year, you had received that good news that he was a suitable donor, and Jaden received one of his kidneys. That's right, and everything, thank God, went so well. But um, like that lady was saying, the the wait up to that can be so hard. And uh, Jaden was on dialysis for 13 months at that stage, and he battled with his kidneys all his life. So 
like the turnaround since last June, it's we don't know ourselves. We we've been living a whole different life. Jaden feels like an, a normal kid, is what he says. He can go out and play. He's I know he's on his immunosuppressants and he's get the right amount of um, fluids in and stuff like that. But it's very minimal. It's very minimal stuff compared to the life he lived on dialysis and the restrictions he had. And you know, it's it's been life changing for us. You know. That must be, you know, not just incredible for Jaden, as you say, to, yeah. something we all take for granted to just be, uh, go about your normal business and see. be as, yeah. like, like everybody else. But for you uh, to see him like that after, as you say, he was he was dealing with this situation for so long in his short yeah. life. Absolutely. And it was, it was terrible because you look on and you feel so helpless. Um, there's nothing you can do, only be there for him, make sure he gets his right meds, make sure he hooked up in his dialysis, make sure he gets his numbers right as best as possible. There's nothing else you can do until he gets that kidney. And it's hard. It's very hard, I, I'd imagine, for an adult to deal with that kind of lifestyle, let alone a little kid. Do you know that, that their friends are running around? They can't really grasp why they're so different and why they're so unwell. But um, like I said, it's been amazing since last June, since I spoke to you last. It's been unbelievable. It's, I, I can't even express the, the stress that's got off us, the stress that's got Jaden just feeling like we can do normal things again it, it, it's just wonderful And in terms of, of of his life nowadays Nuala yeah. is the only kind of nod to the, the past that he has to just take regular medication are there, are there regular or regular checkups or anything of that nature? Yeah yeah. so originally at, at, uh, at the start we had to go up every week and then it went to every two weeks once his bloods were all good and now we're gone to every month which is fantastic. So we're actually up again now next Monday. And you look forward to some days because you want, you you know, in your mind, you're kind of happy to see that everything's still going on track. Do you know, um, while they're smaller, I think the the checkups are more regular. Um, and as he gets older, I think they'll, they'll be spaced out a bit more. But um, yeah, it's good. Everything is fantastic. His numbers are great. Um, as I said, I think when he was speaking to you last time, he was telling you like, he can only drink so much, like 650 mils in a day. Now we used to reach a target of 1,800 and it's like, oh man, you know, I was like, there was one day you were telling me that you need a drink and now you're telling me you can't drink much, you know. So <laughs> it's, it's lovely, it's lovely to see, you know, it's, I, I can't express, you know, how amazing it's been. And poor Dennis, you know, he, he did struggle at the start, but like he's flying it now, he's great, like the two of them are fantastic, you know. It was, it was just a pure blessing to our households to have that happen for, for Jaden. Oh, that's br- brilliant to hear, uh, and just how uh, transformative, uh, re- you know, receiving a kidney is, and what a difference it has made. And uh, and, and on you, the how, the for people to become organ donors, um, I think both your story and Nula and Jaden and Dennis's story just highlights how important it is to be a donor. You know, what would you say to people out there who perhaps had been thinking about doing it? Um, what would you say to them to, to, to encourage them to become a donor? Yeah, I mean, look, the, the, the quality of life of individuals changes so much, like for myself being a kidney and, and the pancreas recipient. But also you have to factor in there's people that have had heart transplants. This is saving lives as well. And with the new opt-out, um, I think it's very well welcomed generally in the public. But a lot of people still go, yeah, that's a great idea. But actually going and get the donor card or going and, and doing that is a whole different personal um, I suppose, decision that you have to make. But if everybody opts 
you know, if everybody has the option to opt out, well, then it's no more than having to unsubscribe for, from emails or something like that. There's a process and a framework coming into place, and I totally welcome that because it's widening the pool within Ireland, within the state. And sometimes you might have family members that after a loved one passes, it was the loved one's wishes, but the consent is ultimately with that family, and they mightn't feel, you know, the need to do that, but it's great that we, that I and Nula can explain how life-changing it is and how life-saving it is. And just to add to that as well, um, I'd like to just go back there in relation to having written to my donor, which was one of the most very difficult uh, letters I've ever had to write in my life. I did it on my laptop because I'd be visually impaired, but... um, uh, you know, writing that and the anonymity that's there as well. But when that lady wrote back to me and um, my partner at the time, my now husband, read it, we were in the kitchen and I can't explain it. It was like where my kidney is in, in my stomach and my pank, my whole stomach just heated up because she said to me, it's great to know that my child is part of a crowd again. And that was so profound because yeah. that person saved five lives. You know, and when we when we put it into context, that's what you're doing. You are essentially giving the gift to other people. Yeah, it's so it's it's great to see such good come from what can be heartbreaking or tragic circumstances. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Definitely, and and and, and Nula. I'm sure you would echo uh, what Anya May is saying there about people, the importance of people becoming organ donors, and that, that you know Anya May referenced the the human tissue bill. It's currently before the third stage of the doll and that would, uh, you know, if passes means that a person's consent to donate their organs is given unless they've registered to not be an organ donor after death. Uh, this will be a very transformative bill. I think so. I And I honestly think everyone has great intentions but until, until you're kind of living in the life of someone with organ any kind of organ failure, I don't think you'd actually think about it. So it's not something you go out and do, like paying your tax in the car or, you know, I don't think it's something in people's mind and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing for them. It's just, if you had to think about it, you're going to make more proper decisions. And I I, mean, I would imagine a lot of people would opt in than out. You know, I think they'd leave it as, oh yeah, I'm happy to do that then. But some people just don't, it's not in their in their circle, I suppose, and it's not something you consciously think about. And I'm sure for me and the lady, you know, we just probably stuff that we could do that we're not even thinking about because it's not in our circle. So I think when you have to think about it, it it'll make it easier, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it definitely does. And I suppose there's some other good news uh, on your maze that come from the Irish Kidney Association. They're welcoming preliminary end-of-year figures for organ donation and transplantation for last year. And the figures show an increase in organ donations and transplants compared to uh, 21 and 2020. And I'm sure COVID played a part in that. But regardless, very good news. Mm, it is very good news. And I work very closely in terms of feedback with the um, with the team up there in St. Vincent's and in Beaumont. And, you know, they were disheartened because there were so many people on, on transplant lists and, and waiting and everything just literally froze during the COVID years. But that doesn't still take from the fact that um, the numbers are up. I mean, the numbers are the numbers, no matter what year it is. But it just means as well, I suppose, that more people have opted to donate and have are carrying the cards and having those conversations with, with family members as well, with the consent lies. And, you know, as, as Nula was saying there, it's something like paying the taxes. Like, we know we have to pay our tax insurance, but we might have good intentions saying, oh, I'll carry a card there now and everything. But we kind of kick the can down the road a little bit going, oh, sure, I'll do it again another day. But this is just, 
it's done. You know what I mean? It's done and you can opt out. So it's giving you full control as well. Well, today of all days, uh, we're so delighted both of you could join us and we're delighted to hear everything is is, is going well for all concerned. Uh, you May, thank you so much uh, for being with us on the programme and we wish you continued uh, success and good health. And Nuala, uh, thank you as well for joining us and do pass okay. our regards on to Jaden and Dennis and we're delighted really to hear fun. they're doing well. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Take care to all of you. Uh, it is